When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Hello, everyone. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC, the number one talk radio station in these great United States of America. So proud to be one of the hosts of uh, one of the many great, great uh, shows on this network. Uh, you just listened to the Larry Kudlow show, I hope. And, and uh, what a what a great economic voice he is. And uh, by the way, tomorrow I will be uh, appearing on Judge Janine's show. So uh, be sure to listen to her show tomorrow morning. Um, It is a gorgeous, gorgeous summer day all over the East Coast. So I hope everyone is enjoying these beautiful, beautiful days Uh, in Washington, D.C., where I live. It's uh, 80 degrees and sunny and, and no humidity. Just wonderful, wonderful day. Please get outside today. Please get outside and enjoy the wonderful sunshine and the warm air and not not the not the brutally hot air that we've had in this area for the last couple of weeks. So uh, it's just one of those great days. You, you feel lucky to be alive. So get some exercise today. Take a walk through Central Park if you're in New York or get out on a bike or go play some golf or tennis or whatever it is you love to do. Um, these are those days you just want to put in a bottle and save them <laughs> when you have the beautiful blue skies and sunshine. So uh, that's the good news. <laughs> that's the good news. we got a beautiful day. And uh, the bad news is what is happening in our country is just heartbreaking, heartbreaking. I, I cannot believe what has happened in 18 or 19 months since Trump left office. And I'm not going to get into the raid. I'll just simply say that the left in America truly – suffers from anti-Trump derangement syndrome. And I know that uh, people in this audience have very different opinions about Donald Trump. I worked for the man. I think he, uh, you know, I didn't always agree with his behavior. I didn't always agree with some of the things that he said. But boy, did I love what he did for our country, didn't you? I mean, just in terms of what he did for our economy, what he did for taking on China, what he did for reducing taxes on American businesses so that we could compete against China and India and Mexico and Germany and Russia and all these other countries. I loved what he did for American energy independence. Didn't you? I mean, I, I, I get, so I hear Joe Biden talking. He says, Oh, there are those Republicans. They're, they're going and they're, they're trying to pursue the MAGA agenda. Okay. Joe, what didn't you like about the MAGA agenda? What what what's wrong with MAGA? MAGA is make America great again. MAGA is put America first. MAGA is drain the damn swamp in Washington. MAGA is lower people's taxes. Get government off the back of our businesses. MAGA is making NATO countries pay their fair share. 
NATO is making sure that our oil and our gas and our coal and our nuclear industries are number one in the world so that we don't have to import our energy from other countries that hate us. MAGA is standing toe-to-toe with China and making them blink rather than right now we're the ones who are blinking. So what's wrong with MAGA? Again, did I approve of his behavior on January 6th? No, I didn't. I was outraged by it. But I loved what this guy did for our country, and I loved the results, lowest poverty rate in history, lowest unemployment rate in history, the big wage gains, all of the things that I just mentioned, a secure border. By the way, what does the left have against a secure border? You know, with one-tenth of the money that they've spent on this absolutely absurd, abominable $700 billion spending bill, with one-tenth of that money, what maybe even one one hundredth of that money, let's see, give us seven billion of that seven hundred billion for the border. And I think we could seal it up pretty well. And I'm pro immigration, folks. You guys know that. I think immigrants who come in legally and make and work hard and start businesses and share in the American dream and appreciate freedom. I think that's what America's all about. But you gotta come into this country legally. The idea that criminals come and come across, drug runners can come across, coyotes can come across, exploiting people, uh, all the drugs that are coming in across the border. We can stop that. <laughs> we can stop that. I love build the wall. I thought it was basically a statement that we're not going to allow criminals and terrorists to come into this country. And so I look at this bill and I am just so so demoralized that not one single Democrat, not one in the House or in the Senate voted against this abominable bill that will increase government spending by another $700 billion on top of, let's see, they passed a $1.9 trillion bill when uh, Biden came in, which was, you know, just a massive uh, social welfare spending bill. Then they passed a sham infrastructure bill that was $1.1 trillion. That was almost exactly a year ago. So if my math is right, 1.9 plus 1.1, that's three, three trillion, not three billion, not three million, three trillion, three with 12 zeros behind it. Three, zero, 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 point zero, zero. I mean, the numbers are so big. Come on, we can't, we can't even conceive of it. But here's the point. Then, when, then they had this stupid uh, chips bill. That was another $250 billion. Now this bill, $700 billion. You add it all up, it's about $4 trillion. Let's put this in perspective. With $4 trillion, folks, with $4 trillion, that's as much adjusted as for inflation, almost as much, not quite, almost as much as it took this country to win World War II against the Japanese and the Germans. Uh, what have we got for all this money that we've spent? I mean, really, what have we got for it? All we've done is pay people to work and we bailed out all these states and so on. I don't think the country's better off for it. I mean, do you? Do you? I'm going to be taking your questions at the bottom of the hour. This is open expression day. I'm not having any on-air guests. I want to take your questions because uh, I love to hear from you. I think, Mr. Producer, is it 1-800-848-9222? Is that the more money hotline number? Yep, it is 1-800-848-9222. So at the bottom of the hour, after we hear from my great friends and uh, the people who I take advice on on the finances, because we always love to cover the financial situation, we will be taking your calls at the bottom 
of this hour. And uh, we had some great calls last week. I hope we get the same quality. And I like it, by the way. I really like it when some of my Democrat friends and liberal friends call in and say they don't agree with me. And, and if it's a if it's a well-reasoned argument, I love to hear it. And maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you, somebody who thinks I'm wrong a lot is my wife. She she uh, tells me all the time. She brings me back to her. She says, Steve Moore, you're you're wrong about a lot of things. But um, that's what wives do. Right. Um, so I look at this bill and I want to throw out one thing that I there's so much we could talk about. I could spend three hours talking about this horrific, horrific bill. But I don't understand. I want to just explain the illogic, if you will, of how they say that this bill is going to reduce inflation. Now, look, I know that you know that this is not going to reduce inflation. I mean, is there anybody who actually thinks spending $700 billion and taxing $700 billion is going to bring prices down? I mean, that is obviously ludicrous. But I want to, for those who don't maybe have a real background in economics, just make it very simple. So the first thing they're going to do is spend $700 billion in climate change programs and you know, pass out more welfare benefits and give people free health care and all of this stuff. So that $700 billion is going to flow into the economy, right? Now, a lot of it's going to have to be borrowed, right? Because, you know, we're running big deficits every year. So they're going to have to put more money into the economy. And if you put more money into an economy, more dollar bills, that means that dollar bills that you have in your wallet are worth less, right? And so that spending will increase inflation, period, end of argument. But they say, oh, but that's going to be offset by all these taxes on our businesses. Wait a minute. That doesn't offset it. It exacerbates the inflation because when you have then on top of the spending, which is all the free money in the economy, then the businesses which produce the goods and services that we have, whether it's the drug companies, whether it's our energy companies, whether it's our grocers, whether it's our beef industry, whether it's our technology companies, whether it's the manufacturers, the construction industry, all of these industries are going to be taxed more. Now, if you tax companies more, do you think that it's likely that the prices that they charge is going to go up or down? Up or down? I think the answer is obvious, right? If they have to pay more taxes to pay their bills, they have to raise their prices. All of these taxes get passed on to consumers, right? So that's going to make it more expensive. And then also the just their costs or business costs are more because of taxes and therefore everything has to be more a little bit more expensive. So both of these facts, the fact that we're spending 700 billion more and the fact that we're taxing 700 billion dollars more, both of those work in the direction of making inflation worse. Now, we've already got eight and a half percent inflation on consumer spending. We've got 13 percent increase in inflation in uh, food prices. Energy has come down. That's a good you know, the gas price has come down. No question about it. It's come down about 75 cents a gallon from its peak at about five dollars a gallon uh, a month ago. But we're still paying what for most markets for twenty five four dollars and 19 cents a gallon and it was 259 a gallon when trump left office you're still paying a dollar 50 more because of biden's policies um so all of these things are making me sick and i've got one more minute i want to talk i want to get your calls on this i really i want you to be my focus group today folks so please call in on our 1-800-848-922 more money hotline what do you think about hiring these 87,000 IRS agents? I'll tell you what I think. And if you agree or disagree, I want to hear from you. 
because that's what we're that's what our discussion is going to be about hiring 87,000 new ISRS agents that's filling the uh Yankee Stadium and I by the way somebody's got to tell me if, if a listener out there knows me can tell me how many people fit in uh Yankee Stadium. I'm sure it's not 87,000 people, but more than think, look, think about the Yankee Stadium completely filled with people and every one of those people being an IRS agent and more because it doesn't even seat 87,000 people. That's how many IRS agents they're coming after the middle class. They're coming after people with conservative views. They are. They have guns. Did you know that they have guns? They have ammo. They have military equipment. Why in the world? Why in the world does the IRS need guns? Somebody's got to explain that one to me. All right. Let's talk about that after we hear from the Ryan's, uh, 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 the Paynes, Ryan and Bob Payne. I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show. We'll be right back in one minute. You're listening to WABC Talk Radio. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC Radio. Thanks for listening. Now we turn to our finance <coughs> section where we talk to two of the best in the business, Ryan and Bob Payne of Payne Capital Management. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Well, it's good to be here, Steve. It's um, We've had a great week in the market. Um, everything was up across the board. Um, and saw an interesting statistic. Whenever you have the S&P mm-hmm. down 20%, and it retraces 50% of that decline, which would take us to 42.31 in the S&P, there's never been a time in history where we retested the lows. So there's a chance, can't say it's definite, that the, the lows may be in for the year. So you, you're still very bullish on the uh, on the markets, um, and you're not worried about this sort of dead, dead cat bounce? I'm always well, worried, history- Steve. <laughs> <laughs> So your take is, though, you're, you're bullish. This is a good time to be in the market. Yeah, we think it really is. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, a lot hasn't really changed, right? I mean, we have high inflation, but we yep. know this week the big news was we came had down. inflation come down more yep. than expected. Um, on top of that, just hot, hot, hot jobs report last week. And that's another point to make. You know, since World yep. War II, we've never really had a recession when unemployment was going down. Um, right. And I know I hear a lot of economists out there talking about, oh, well, the, the job market at some point here is going to fall off a cliff. But I can just tell you anecdotally, I mean, I talked to a lot of business owners, a lot of our clients are business owners. They're all saying the same thing. We can't find workers. We have yeah. demand, but we can't find people. And I just think demographically, if you think about it, you know, we have an aging population. Um, that's going to be a longer term problem, a long term maybe a headwind for yeah. our economy is just just not enough people to fill the jobs. And it's, I'm hard pressed to see us going into the severe recession that everyone's been talking about. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that. I, I've been describing this as a cost of living recession, not a jobs recession. Uh, where yes. the biggest problem, it seems to me, is you know that over the last year, because of that high inflation rate, uh, over the last year it's been eight and a half percent now, and you've got 5.3 percent wage increases. The average family has lost about four thousand dollars in purchasing power. Now. You're right that inflation came down. I see the gas prices in some areas are now below four dollars a gallon, uh, which is a uh, <laughs> a nice relief. So, um, what do you make of what is happening in Washington? Though we have all these big spending bills, Congress has now passed this additional seven hundred billion dollar uh, 
spending and tax bill. Um, how will that affect the markets, do you think? Well, when you look at the market, Steve, it, it tends to look forward as opposed to looking past, right? right. And, yep. and, you know, what's happened with the, the economy, it's kind of like our summers now. Like it, we, we tend to have long summers and short winters. Um, same thing's been happening with the economy and with the market. You know, you get these, you get these short recessions, you get these short downturns in the market, and the market tends to go higher, you know, most of the time. So a lot of this is already priced in, you know, markets are very complex there. That's why it's so hard to be a, a good investor because a lot of this is counterintuitive, right? You think, okay, all this bad news, market should be going down. But see, markets yeah. don't settle down, they settle up. And that's what we've been saying on, on this show for the last two years, that these declines are opportunities because you've got to start looking forward, not looking past. And I yeah, just so even I an article in the Wall Street Journal about um, the technology stocks and NASDAQ, which just got creamed in the first uh, <laughs> six months of the year, uh, really has made quite a huge comeback. Yeah, it has. And I think you have to be careful there because if you look back when the tech bubble burst, um, you had NASDAQ got destroyed, right? The stocks went down big, but right, then right. they had a huge rally. In fact, they went up 30%, which right. would be a new bull market before they proceeded to go down another 80%. So I think, you know, there is a mistake here in piling back into the tech trade because I think inflation right. is going to come down, but I think we can all agree it's probably going to stay heightened, especially yeah. if wages stay strong. You know, that's, a, that's for companies, that's going to be a big, big expense. And, and I suspect here, call me naive, but this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, for some reason, I suspect it's not going to help bring inflation down. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm a cynic. But when you're spending and taxing, that usually puts inflation yeah. you know, at a higher level, not a lower level. But but yeah, I think you know with I, tech specifically. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, but I think I think you've got to diversify. I don't think tech is going to be the place to be with higher inflation in the next couple of years. So you guys still like the the blue chip stocks and and the uh, the value stocks. Well, values outperform growth uh, over the last 12 months, uh, and value does historically do best uh, over time, especially small cap value. And you're starting to see a lot of the smaller capitalization areas of the market outperform the larger capitalizations of the market. So again, you know, past performance is 100% indicative of past performance. It tells you nothing about the future. And what I do find in these turbulent markets, when we have de declines that, that, you know, rebound, you then tend to have new leadership. So we may see value now become the growth trade of the last 10 years, and international is still really cheap, too, Steve. And if the dollar starts to weaken, you're going to see some opportunities in the international markets. Well, I was going to ask you about that because the, the dollar has been so strong uh, this year, which is actually one of the factors that brings inflation down, right? Because if you've got a dollar yes. that's strong, that means the price of imports falls and consumer prices are reflected in those numbers. Do you, do you guys anticipate uh, that the dollar will come down or do you think it's going to remain as strong as it's been. Well, what I've learned over my 47 years is that it's really hard to predict interest rates, really hard to predict the movements of the markets. It's impossible to predict currencies. <laughs> currencies are the hardest thing in the world <laughs> right. to predict. Right. <laughs> but, but I would mention so, there, specific with international, though, I mean, look, if the dollar does come down or even if we somehow have some sort of resolution uh, with Eastern Europe, with Russia and Ukraine, I mean, they would be huge tailwinds that would push those European markets up like quickly. So it is good to have money there that, you know, they have bigger, bigger dividend payments. 
uh, which is important with inflation, and they have much lower valuations. It should be a core part of your portfolio. Awesome. Well, great analysis, gentlemen. As usual, that's Ryan and Bob Payne of Payne Capital Management. You're listening to WABC Talk, Talk Radio. This is the More Money Show. Yeah, and if you're thinking to yourself right now, you need to look at your portfolio, figure out what you're doing. You need a financial plan for retirement. Well, here's your shot to do it. We leave 10 slots open for every more money show. If you have over a million dollars saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for your total financial master plan. We'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review. We literally look at everything. In fact, we'll even build you your own personalized financial portal, get a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture, and we'll hone, on, hone in on every issue that you have. There's no other firm out there that will do this work up front. We're going to look at that income plan. Do you have an income plan for retirement? Are you factoring inflation? Your cost is going to double over the next 20 years. Have you figured that out? We're going to look at how to optimize Social Security. There's hundreds of ways to take Social Security. Only one right way for you to do it. We're going to show you how to draw from your portfolio, full income plan so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street loves to sell you high-cost products that are very tax-inefficient. We're going to show you how to reduce the cost on those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, all those internal costs you don't see, and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make. It's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook to make your portfolio as tax efficient as possible. And we're going to look at diversification. Have you gotten hit hard this year as markets have been all over the place? Do you have more risk than you realize in your portfolio? Or are you sitting in cash? Paralysis by analysis, as inflation's literally at a 40-year high, losing against purchasing power, trying to figure out what to do. We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. We have 10 slots. If you have over a million dollars saved for retirement, if you call or text right now. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844 844- Plan NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no hidden costs. There's no strings attached, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call. 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844 844- Plan NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So, Bob, you know, at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E with the the billion dollars that we advise and manage on. You know, one thing we found is when we put together financial plans, and we probably put together 50 new financial plans a month, we do a lot of them. I think you can equate it a lot to something like a jigsaw puzzle when you're starting to think about your own financial independence plan and building your retirement plan. And, you know, it's kind of critical because when you start a jigsaw puzzle, it's like all these moving parts and different pieces. And I think that's how most people feel with their finances, especially when they haven't really sat down and done proper planning. Now, I have to agree with you, right? Because it is like a jigsaw puzzle. If you don't have all the pieces, you can't get the picture to be very clear. And as a result, you don't make the right decisions. So you have to have all the information and have to have it all balanced because what I find with most of you is because you don't have the bigger picture, you end up taking way more risks than necessary to achieve your goals, which leads to more volatility, which leads to more bad decisions. Yeah, and and the thing you have to think about, it's so critical when you want to live off of your portfolio and your assets, 
is risk management. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like rule number one. And, you know, do I have the right amount of risk is a big question, right? Do I have too much risk, not enough risk? Am I saving too much money in cash? Do I have too much money in the market? These are all great questions, but you can't answer them unless you have that big picture. And that's what I think about the jigsaw puzzle is, what do you do first? You look at the big picture and then you start looking at all the pieces and how you put them together. And to me, it's like, you've got to start with that end in mind. So if no one sat down with you and done planning before and start really looking at like, hey, this is the date I want to be financially independent. This is how much money I'm going to need. If you can't answer those questions, you have no idea what kind of risk you should actually have in your portfolio. Well, you know, Ry, there's two words that we use all the time when it comes to helping you with your investments, and it's growth wow. and income, right? You can't just have one or the other. You have to have both. You know, first you have inflation, which unless you've been living under a rock, inflation has been raging uh, throughout the country, and you need your money to grow. You need your purchasing power to grow in order to survive in your retirement years, and you need that income, right? If you're no longer working, you don't have that paycheck coming in. You need income, and it has to come from a variety of different sources, and you need to know what all those sources are. That's right, Bob. Now, I'm going to make a bad joke. So you're going to tell me that that, uh, that Inflation Reduction Act is actually not going to dis decrease inflation. All right, bad joke, bad joke. But no, you're right. Inflation is really, really high right now. And it's a great point because an income plan can be very static. And I, we always see these annuity companies. They sell you income for life. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. My life is covered. I'm going to have the same income coming in every year, but that's the problem. You're going to have the same amount of income coming in every year, but because of inflation, your expenses are going to double over the next 20 years, so that annuity is not going to keep up with the actual cost of living. That's why you need the growth component to your portfolio as well, and it's, that's kind of the art of financial planning, right? It's finding the balance between that income and growth. Well, we try and keep it simple, right? We call it A to B, right? What, what, what do you need to know at point A? Well, you need to know what your passive income streams are, right? If you're fortunate enough to have a pension, you know, what does that mean? Is there a cost of living adjustment? Is your spouse entitled to the same amount of money if you're no longer here? Uh, you have to look at your Social Security. Now, how you claim Social Security is very critical. You know, I think there's a lot of mistakes made in terms of how you claim your Social Security because you have to balance it between both spouses and make sure that you know exactly what's coming in. And then from there, you build your portfolio around those income sources because it's about you know, an income plan, a growth plan, a total return plan, not just, hey, how do I make money? Right, right. And that's kind of the framework, right? I think about it. if you're putting that jigsaw puzzle together, a lot of times you like to start with the edges, right? And I think that's what it is. You tally up what are the, all the income sources I have coming in, right? When you add them all up and then you look at your expenses, you have in between that income gap that you have to fill, right? It's, it's like simple math. We're simple men, Bob. We're from Philadelphia. We can't make it too complicated. So <laughs> that's really what you got to solve for is what's that income gap? Where is that income going to come from? And on top of that, if my income needs are going to increase over time because of that insidious, terrible tax we call inflation, how do you account for that? And that's the complexity in it, right? You, you have to account for not only the income you're going to need today, but how's that income going to grow over the rest of your life as your income needs grow over the rest of your life? They're going to continue to go up. That's what you have to combat against. Well, I, th I think that's the biggest mistake that you see right now. Uh, with volatility, you know, it, it enforces, you know, more fear, sentiment, uh, where there's uncertainty. You know, we have a lot of headwinds that we're faced with right now. Don't have this overall framework. If you don't know what you own and why you own it, 
you can make a lot of mistakes. You know, the biggest problem I see, Rye, is that when you have all this stuff sounds good, right? This is all common sense. But you throw that common sense out the door when you have (laughs) all this volatility and all this uncertainty. Now, I've been doing this for almost 45 years, right? 46 years. Um, I can't name a year where there wasn't uncertainty. No, and let me let me put it this way. We've had a lot of volatility this year, unless you've been living under a rock. But if your income plan, your financial plan was set up correctly, your income coming this year didn't change. In fact, it actually went up because dividend yields are going up this year. So let me repeat that. Even though we've had all this volatility this year, if your plan was set up correctly, your income's coming in regardless. And on top of it, it's actually going up this year as inflation's going up. That's a pretty sweet place to be but you've got to structure your plan to make those things happen ahead of time. Yeah, not only are dividends going up, but interest rates have gone up, right? Now, it's a problem if you invest in those weapons of mass financial destruction, I call mutual funds or annuities. Um, You have to own individual bonds because what happens now when a bond comes due, right, when you get your money back, which is what you want, you're able to invest that money at a higher rate of return. And that's why it's so important to have what we call permanence and definition in your bond portfolio. You have to have a fixed rate of return so you can make projections on what you're going to need and what you're going to have in terms of income. But more importantly, you have a guarantee of getting your money back so that you can redeploy it when rates are more favorable. So you don't have that endless downside. You know, everyone who owns a bond fund right now has lost money this year, right? And I can't tell you when they're going to get back to even. Because your crystal ball broke, Bob. But no, that's a really important (laughs) point. What you have to ask yourself is, do I have an inflation-hedged financial plan? And a lot of you don't. Because if you have the same income coming in every year, like to your point, Bob, if you have bond funds that are depreciating at an aggressive rate, you're not capitalizing on the fact that if your portfolio is set up correctly, that your income is going to rise over time with inflation. And that's the key. And that's something that most of you aren't solving for. I can tell you right now, We look at 50 portfolios a month, and most of you don't have a plan that accounts for inflation. And as we know, Bob, inflation right now is probably the most critical. It's your biggest enemy. You've got to be addressing it right now, and most of you aren't. You know, right, and it goes all right back to your your whole analogy about the jigsaw puzzle, right? If you have the same piece of the puzzle, and that's all you have is one piece, it's a pretty ugly picture, right? You can't make a picture if you have the same piece of a puzzle. You need different pieces in that puzzle in order to get the right picture, and that's the thing I see right now. Most of you don't have hedges against inflation. Most portfolios we review are not hedged against inflation. And as a result, they're having a very bad year this year. Yeah. So if you're thinking to yourself right now, like, I need to get on top of this. You know, I don't have enough risk. I have too much risk. I don't know where I stand with risk. I don't think I have a real plan that addresses my cost of living is going to go up a lot over the next 20 years. Here's your shot to do it. We still have five slots left. We keep them open for the whole show. If you have over a million dollars saved for your retirement plan, Bob and I will run for your famous total financial master plan. We'll do that with no obligation or cost. There's no other firm out there that will do all this work up front for free. We literally go through every investment you own. In fact, we're going to build you your own personalized financial portal so you can get a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture. And we're going to address every financial issue you have to get a hold of, get ahead of today. We're going to look at income. We're going to look at your income plan. How do you take Social Security? Well, there's hundreds of ways to take it. Only one right way for you. How are you going to draw from your portfolio? How are you going to account for inflation? We're going to put together a full income plan to make sure you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at diversification. 
Are you diversified? Do you have too much money at risk right now? Have you felt the pain, no pun intended, as markets have been up and down right now? Or are you sitting with way too much money in cash? Paralysis by analysis, as literally inflation is at 40-year highs, we're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how you grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. We're going to show you every hidden cost in your portfolio, how to reduce those costs and those annuities, insurance products, mutual funds. And we're going to show you how to optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook to make sure that your portfolio is as tax efficient as possible. We have five slots left if you have over a million dollars saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next five callers and you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement, our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation, there's no cost, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call right now, 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about myself and Bob and our boutique firm, Pain Capital Management, that's P-A-Y-N-E, simply go to BeBullish.com, BeBullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth, learn a little more about our firm, what we do, and stay tuned. We've got more, more money coming your way. Your health is important. Your sexual health is very important. And like everything else, it has challenges. As many as 50% of men over 50 have sexual-related difficulties like ED, low testosterone, and low energy. That's where they come in. Elevate Wellness has real, professional, and in-person solutions. Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Or visit elevatewellnessgroup.com and get back to where it started. Office visits, only $99 this month. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This can be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or Elevate Wellness Group. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, stocks continued their summer rally as better than expected inflation results helped lead the markets to its fourth consecutive weekly advance. Investors hope a recent deceleration in consumer price growth will encourage the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates at a slower pace, which in turn could prevent the economy from tipping into a recession. Lower rates tend to boost prices for stocks, bonds, and even speculative assets like cryptocurrencies. 
The U.S. Consumer Price Index was unchanged in July compared with a consensus estimate of a two-tenths of 1% increase. While the CPI is still running at an 8.5% rate in the past year, investors are now betting that inflation has peaked and could be running at closer to 4% by year end. Now, the S&P 500 is now down less than 10% for the year, having recouped more than 50% of its losses since its mid-June low. The index topped 4,231 on Friday. Now, 4,231 on the S&P marks the 50% retracement of the January-June bear market decline. Now, since 1950, the S&P 500, after falling 20% or more on a closing basis, has never retraced more than 50% of that decline and then gone on to make a lower low. If we go on to make a lower low, it would be the first time ever. While the markets can do anything, history is now in the market's favor. Remember, the market does not react to the absolutes of good or bad. It only cares if things are getting better or things are getting worse. And things are definitely better on several fronts. The July inflation data were the first all year not to disappoint the markets. Earnings exceeded expectations, with 77% of companies reporting better than expected profits. The U.S. economy added 528,000 jobs in July, more than doubling the estimates for 250,000, while the unemployment rate dipped to 3.5% from 3.6%, not to mention upwardly revised job gains in the two preceding months. Consumer sentiment index rose to 55.1 in August, up from 51.5 in July, and U.S. import prices saw their first month-over-month decline this year. Meanwhile, the majority of investors and Wall Street pundits sit on their hands waiting for someone, anyone, to announce the bottom. They're waiting for the markets to settle down. But as I have said in the past, markets don't settle down. They settle up. And currently, underinvested fund managers and scared individual investors are sitting on the most cash in their portfolios since 2001. That represents a ton of firepower for the equity market, and it's only a matter of time for that cash to find its way into the stock market. Let me ask you, is that a buying stampede I hear on the horizon? Hey, my son Ryan and I, we have 68 years of combined industry experience of building low-cost, tax-efficient, gold-based portfolios. For your free evaluation, all you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show. Uh, it is an absolutely gorgeous Sunday or Saturday afternoon in all across the East Coast. And so in and, and many of the Midwestern states as well. So after the kind of torrential downfalls falls we've had and the storms, it just is uh, one of these great days you feel like you just want to get out there and ha- have a great, great, great day. And uh, But do that after the show is over, okay? Thanks for listening. Our, by the way, our ratings uh, for this show are fantastic. Thank you for our regular uh, listeners. And if you're a new listener, uh, we uh, this show is about finance. It's about politics. Uh, it's about uh, how to make money. That's why we call it the More Money Show. And I want to remind people, that I put out uh, through the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, which is myself and 
uh, Art Laffer and Steve Forbes, we have a uh, what we call our daily hotline that goes out. I know a lot of you listening get that every morning. It's an email we put out every morning. I'm not selling you anything, folks. This is absolutely, unlike the Build Back Better bill, this is absolutely free. It costs you nothing. Uh, we just want people to be educated about what's going on. Uh, it's something you could read in probably five or six minutes in the morning. It's very brief, but it's uh, we, we include some humor and some uh, snarky comments about what's going on, but also some facts that you're not going to get in the New York Times or the Washington Post or on CNN. Uh, and we we break some good stories as well. So if you'd like to get that for free, cost you nothing, just go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity uh, website. That's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And sign up. Give us your email. And if you will send it to you, you'll get it five mornings a week in the morning. If you don't like it, you can just unsubscribe. If you like it, just uh, we'll keep sending it to you. And I hope you enjoy it because we've gotten some really great feedback. I, I can't tell you how many people say this is the first thing I read every morning and I learn so much from it. OK, so our topic of the day for our money, more money hotline, which, of course, is 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222 is, do you agree with me that this hiring of 85,000 new IRS agents is an absolute abomination? I'm saying yes. I saying that uh, have someone, I'll get to your calls in just one minute, but for regular listeners of the show, you know that I went through IRS hell a few years ago when I was nominated by Donald J. Trump, one of the real uh, honors of my life was that uh, Trump nominated me to be on the Federal Reserve Board. And I uh, immediately said, yes, Mr. President, I'd be you know very happy to do that. I didn't realize I would have to go through Senate confirmation, which was a brutal process, but and eventually I had to withdraw. But the main reason I had to withdraw was that I had a tax lien of $50,000. And my wife and I had been um, fighting this for two or three years, we said, no, we don't owe you $50,000 IRS. You owe us money. We overpaid our tax. We didn't underpay it. And our tax attorney said to us, I'm not making this up. He said, Steve, we've gone through your records. We believe that you are right, that the IRS owes you money and you don't owe them this $50,000 that they have the lien on your, by the way, they can go in your bank account. They can seize your property. They have guns. They have ammo. They have military equipment. This is America, for gosh sakes. They, they've already weaponized. We saw what happened with the uh, raid on Mar-a-Lago. They've already weaponized the uh, State Department. They've already weaponized the Justice Department. They've already weaponized the FBI. Gee, you think they might do the same thing with the IRS? I guarantee you they will. That's what Obama did. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google the name um, Lois Lerner. Lois Lerner, she's the one who basically said, yeah, we're going to go after conservative groups and conservative donors. Those are the people we're going to audit. So, of course, they're coming after us. Anyway, the end of my story about my IRS saga is that uh, I had to withdraw my nomination from the Federal Reserve Board because I had this unsettled uh, tax lien. Well, sure enough, and by the way, even though our our attorney and our accountant said you should probably should just pay the money. Just pay the money, even though you don't really owe them, because it's going to cost you more to go through this, uh, you know, process like, you know, having your wisdom teeth pulled of going through tax court. Well, anyway, we said, no, this is unfair. This is unjust. We're going to we're going to fight this. And we did fight it. And guess what happened? 
about three months after I had to withdraw my nomination for the Federal Reserve Board, we got a letter from the IRS saying, whoopsie daisy. Oh, yes, we made a mistake. We owe you $20,000. You don't owe us $50,000. And I said, well, gee, thank you a lot, very much. Where do I get my reputation back? I was on the front page of the New York Times as a tax cheat. I pay my taxes. So I'm sick and tired of these Democrats saying, gee, if you pay your taxes, you don't have anything to worry about. Yes, you do. Anyone who's gone through one of these audits of the IRS knows how abusive the treatment is. And the fact that they have guns, they have ammo, that they have unlimited resources, that's scary to me. This is not Germany. This is, this is America. And we have rights. Simplify the damn tax code. So everybody can pay our taxes. Okay, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I'm going to take your calls. I want to hear what you think about the IRS and whether you, <coughs> if you want to defend this, if you wanted to tell me why it's such a great thing that we're going to have 87,000 new IRS agents, please let me know. Mr. Producer, who is our first caller today? Our first caller is Leo from Westchester. Leo, I think you're a first time caller. Thanks so much for calling. What do you think? Do we yeah. need 87,000 new IRS agents? Uh, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, absolutely not. I think we should discourage it. Uh, the time of reversing of a lot of wrong decisions of uh, Biden administration is coming. Yep. So we should push the message through the not just on conservative radio, but newspapers, uh, Internet, maybe paid commercial TV with simple message. Because there is Wait, not 90,000 uh, uh, 90, uh, people sitting waiting for jobs who are who are qualified for these jobs. Don't leave your job. As fast as you're going to be hired, you're going to be even faster fired. Don't get for this government job. Trying to prevent it because they're not going to stay there long. Okay. Well, Leo, great call. By the way, where are you from, Leo? Originally? Yes. I'm, uh, I'm all mixed. Czech, German. The Czech, German. Okay. Well, I detected an accent there. God bless you for being in this great country of ours. Don't, don't you think it's a little bit un-American what's going on in this country? I'm 30 years in New York. I tell you something. I study some history back in Europe. Yeah. What is going on right now is very much comparable to 1948 in a Czech. Oh, my God. That is a scary thing. Larry, great call. I mean, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what's happening in our country. They're weaponizing. They're going after. They're using government power to go against their political enemies. They're putting people in jail. There are people in the January 6th uh, protests who've been in jail for two years without a trial. Some of them have been in solitary confinement without a trial. <laughs> this is this is incredible abuse. Uh, the power that the Biden administration is using to punish and shut up its political enemies is dangerous. And I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, socialist, whatever you are, you've got to admit this is a country where we have free expression, where we can have differences of agreement about politics and not put people in jail and not come after them for their money. Okay, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller, please? Our next caller is Ken from Hudson County. Ken, thanks for much for calling. We're on a kind of a tight schedule, so what do you got for us as quickly as you can? All right, I'm calling about uh, uh, Donald Trump, actually, okay. and I am a uh, Republican. I did vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. However, I really feel that Donald Trump uh, owes the American people an apology okay. for Why? not accepting the results of the election right, right away. Yep. And providing the American people 
with a smooth transition from one administration to yep. another. Yep. He definitely could have fought as a person in all 50 states if he wanted to challenge mm -hmm. the election laws. But as president, I think he owed it to us to assure us that there would be a smooth transition. And by not doing that, he kept the uh, hostility going yeah. and going and going. And finally, it erupted uh, in January. Okay. Ken, great call. I'm going to say something, um, which is that in, in general, I agree with you. I spoke to President Trump not long, not long after the election. And by the way, I think I don't know if the election was stolen. I don't I don't think we'll ever really know. I think some of our callers think it was. Some people don't think it was. But um, there's an old saying, you know, you can't unscramble an egg. Once once votes are counted, they're counted. You're not going to overturn election results. And I, I think that Trump's behavior after the election is very hard to defend. Very hard to defend. But what I'm I'm not a I'm a policy guy. And what I'm here to tell you is the policies coming out of Trump were outstanding for the most part. I didn't agree with everything Trump did, but I I think about almost everything he did was in the right direction. And quite frankly, with this administration, almost I can't think of one or two things that he's done that's been right for the economy. So that's my and by the way, I think that the reason your call is important is because I think if Trump had simply done as you suggest and simply conceded the election, people would be marching down Fifth Avenue to get Trump back in office because now we have the clear contrast between an incompetent president and Joe Biden, who's done everything to put America last, and a president in uh, Trump who put America first. So I think you make a very good point, Con. Uh, let's go to our next caller, Mr. Producer. Who have we got? And by the way, our one—I'll give it one more time. Our we got one more line open. One eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 is the More Money Hotline. Who is Leck? Who is next? Next is Jerry from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Jerry, thanks so much for calling. What do you think about eighty-seven thousand IRS agents? Well, I was a little off topic. I was going to say that uh, if America keeps passing this legislation yep. and this policy yes. off of an imaginary climate change, yep. those 87,000 people might not have anything to collect because we're just <laughs> shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, it's absolutely uh, crazy. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, you are so right. We are uh, – look um, – we can have a disagreement about, you know, what's happening with the climate. The climate's changing for hundreds of thousands of years. I'm not so sure that the members of Congress are going to put in policies that are, that are going to change the climate of the earth. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't really matter what we do, because as all of you know, China's the major polluter and they're laughing behind our back. They're, they're building coal plants. They're polluting like crazy. And then we're going to we're going to solve this problem. No, it ain't going to happen. All we're doing is sending more and more of our jobs and more and more of our resources. They're building 35 coal plants and laughing at us when we shut down our coal plants. And, you know, anybody who thinks we're going to be able to power a $23 trillion economy with windmills is, is I just think it's a fantasy. Uh, so I think it's a great point. And you're right. This is, going to, this is going to do great damage to our economy, great damage to our economy. And, uh, and we're not going to have to worry about climate change because we're going to have to worry about uh, all the jobs that we're losing to our enemies. And this is not just an issue when it comes to energy security. And we had total energy security and energy dominance under Trump. So why are we moving away from that policy? I mean, it makes me angry. OK, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller? 
Our next caller is Steve from Central Jersey. Steve, what do you got? Hey, Steve. Straight to the point. Steve, I agree with everything you've said. And I think you or one of the callers said it right. Instead of 87,000 IRS agents, 87,000 border control agents. Having said that, Steve, I'm calling you out. The uh, Mr. Cudlow and other conservative commentators who keep saying we like the policies, but we don't like the style. Steve, he's a tough guy with a big heart. They were attacking him. He, he was his own press agent. Rather than put That's somebody true. else there to defend him every day, he went on offense with those tweets. I wish yeah. you people would get it right and yeah. realize if the Republican Party is going to win, we have to fight, 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 man. Get behind that guy and fight like that. Fight. We, you and me, patriotic Americans, yeah. fight yeah. the comrades, the communist supporters running the Democratic right. Party. Go ahead. Steve, great. Okay, Steve, great call. Uh, look, there's nobody, uh, even if you're a liberal Democrat, and I know we have people with all political persuasions who listen to the show. That's why I love doing it. Nobody can can argue that Trump got fair shakes, right? The media went after him immediately. The Justice Department immediately went after him. The Democrats went after him. They tried to impeach the guy twice, twice. They tried to, you know, they've got a lot of nerves saying, how dare you challenge an election when that for the first two and a half years of Trump's presidency, that's all they did was was uh, argue that it was an illegitimate uh, election. So he no, I mean, the guy, I don't know if he has a sheet, uh, you know, a shield or a coat of armor, but the abuse that he took that this man, Donald Trump, has taken. I've never seen anything like it. And I worked on the 2016 campaign. I worked with him and and, uh, was an advisor for him at the White House. He has taken, and and the way he soldiered on was really admirable. And again, I don't always defend his behavior, but you're so right. This guy has been abused and he has not gotten a fair shake. And that's one of the reasons I, I, I admire the way he moves forward. And I know this, he cares deeply about this great country of ours. Okay, we got time for two more quick callers. Mr. Producer, who is next? Next is Vic from Westchester. Vic, thanks so much for calling. What do you got for us today, sir? I'm going to tell you that because I'm in the real world, I am very much in favor of the IRS getting more agents. I know personally, in my little world, I know many people who get away with not paying their taxes, cheating, lying, obfuscating. If you have no idea in the real world what people don't do, so we need to enforce this because I pay my taxes and I watch people do all kinds of machinations to avoid it. This is necessary. It has nothing to do with the little guy. It's about paying your fair share, and this is necessary. And if you don't think so, you don't live in the world that I live in. All right, Vic, a good call. I'm glad you called because you make some very good points. So that's why I love doing the show is to hear from people like you. I will simply say this as a as a reaction to that. Yes, there are people who cheat on their taxes, no question about it. Um, let's make the tax system, rather than building 80, I mean, hiring 87,000 new IRS agents and spending another $40 billion on the IRS, why don't we make the tax system really simple? Why don't we have a flat tax with minimal deductions, minimal loopholes? You you get a deduction for yourself and your spouse and nothing else. You don't get all this green energy crap write-offs and all the other write-offs. And you pay 18, 17 or 18%. Everybody pays it. Bill Gates pays it. If You get a write-off up to the poverty level. So people below the poverty level don't pay any taxes. You can fill it out on a, on a, a postcard. It is it is so comprehensible. It's easy. 
an IRS audit would take five minutes to make sure you paid your taxes. I agree with you. I don't want people cheating, but the way you do that is to make it simple. You don't spend $40 billion more. One other quick point I should have made earlier, folks. $40 billion. With that amount of money, we could secure our border. We could hire the additional um, uh, enforcement agents we need at the border, our, our border security personnel. We need about five to 10,000 more people at the border. We could hire more police for our cities so that we could cut crime. And don't forget, there's a 25,000 shortage of people uh, recruits into our military, our armed services. Let's pay those people who are wearing the uniform more money so they have an incentive to go in and protect us. That, to me, is a higher priority. I think, can we squeeze in one more caller, Mr. Producer? Yes, we can. Next caller is Chris from New Jersey. Chris, thanks for calling. What do you got for us, sir? Hi, Steve. Uh, so from the beginning of our country till now, if you look at it, the size of our government is huge. The bureaucracy is huge. It only keeps getting bigger. With the passing of this bill, my question is, if the Republicans win in November, is there any way they can roll back that 87,000 ah. IRS agents? Or, I mean, you know, we still have Obamacare. It, the government yeah. keeps getting bigger and yeah. more intrusive, and yeah. I, I almost don't even recognize the country as America anymore. Chris, great call. Well said. <laughs> well said. I, could, I couldn't say it better myself. And I'll just answer your one question because it's very it's a very good question. And this is something I've been urging on the Republican leadership. I've talked to the uh, Mitch McConnell's office. I've talked to uh, Steve Scalise and others in the House. I said, when you take over, the Republicans are absolutely going to take over the House, probably the Senate as well in November. The first thing you should do, the first thing Republicans should do is say, we are not going to fund that additional money. We're Because, you know, the power of the purse lies with the Congress. The Congress, Joe Biden cannot appropriate money. It has to come from the Congress. That's the way our system works. So Republicans say, hell no, we're not going to put $40 billion more into the IRS. We're going to use that money to fund our border security. We're going to fund our uh, our military. We're going to keep our streets clean with the police that we need in this country. And that's a higher priority. And let the American people decide. What's a higher priority? Think about that, folks. What do, you, what do you think is the higher priority? Is it border patrol? Is it keeping our, our border safe? Is it, is it making sure that we have the armed forces that we need to keep our national security safe? Is it to keep our city safe? Or is it to hire another 87,000 auditors at the IRS? I, I, you know where I stand. Folks, we're coming to an end. Great show today. Great callers, as always. Uh, appreciate you listening. And please... Please get out. Please enjoy this beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, wonderful day. Get into the sunshine. Get that fresh air. This is a great country, isn't it? It's America. Let's keep it free. I'm Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.